0: I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Coming to you live, coast to coast. Across the country, on 175 stations, blasting out AM and FM power. We're also heard on aftermath.fm and talkstreamlive.com, two websites you can go to to listen to the shows. One catalogs a number of radio stations across the country that air this program on the internet, and aftermath.fm is another affiliate that uh, also blasts us out loud and clear. We have aftermath.media for those of you that want to listen to the show on your own time and download and listen and, and watch videos and, and hang out uh, when we do On Beyond Zero and all kinds of other good perks. Just sign up by going to aftermath.fm. And here's a clue for you all. A lot of radio stations now, we just heard, a lot of them are going to be going digital soon. So it would be in your best interest so you don't lose Ground Zero or any other program you may like to sign up for aftermath.media because, you know, soon uh, maybe Ground Zero May convert over, maybe it won't, but that's it. just depends on the radio station and how they feel about the show. And like I always say, you should always call or at least write your program director and thank them for airing this program because uh, they certainly need all the the praise for what they do and how they work hard to get good radio entertainment to you every night with this program. Just a reminder that you can listen to Ground Zero on Aftermath.fm every night from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., the full three hours of the program, nothing interrupted, nothing... Uh, the whole show, you get it all, is by going to aftermath.fm and it's free. Now, ever since the second century, mankind has been setting a due date for the final judgment. It's kind of an expiration date for this planet. Now, stories have been told of fire from the heavens, floods, bad weather, earthquakes, and bloodshed. Like It can also be said that All of these things, including UFO sightings and the appearance of strange creatures, are business as usual in the apocalypse. And here at Ground Zero, of course, we say business is good because it seems that there's a whole bunch of stories now where what used to be kind of fringe culture is becoming more of the pop culture, science fiction becoming reality. And when religion is thrown into the mix, religion has continually given us this fear mechanism. For some of us, it's metaphorically tattooed into our dna and i've always wondered if the apocalypse is there in order to control our minds then is there a reward coming we're always told there's a reward coming if we only follow the rules and regulations set by an unseen hierarchy that is also controlled by some unseen power that can be god or the adversary depending on which side of the path you wish to travel on you know there are those who see the apocalypse and virtually Armageddon as a form of salvation, I've always been worried about this attitude about the end of the world, if the end is coming. I mean, no one can fully understand the secrets that God has waiting for us. I mean, prophecy is a tricky tool. I mean, its fulfillment is only acknowledged in the eyes of its beholders. It seems that in some odd way, people are living as if they have no future ahead of them. and There isn't one dominant system of thought that controls the actions of Western society today we've demonstrated many times over, it's become fragmented. And those who are on the constant watch for those troubling signs of the times are labeled paranoid, religious nutcases, tinfoil hatters, all of them waiting for some savior to come, whether it be aliens or Jesus or something else. There are also those in the same camp. Some people slightly off center who want to point out the antichrist of the week and the same exercise come off looking as nutty as their counterparts who probably meet in the same churches or social groups and finally there are those who have been thrown into a sense of apathy they don't care they're not caring they don't care either way because it's all a catalyst for depression i get this all the time you're you're spreading fear clyde fear mongering fear porn Uh, if you're scared go pet a kitten i've got three of them okay (laughs) in my house we have three cats and every day I give them love. I give them I give them cuddle. I give them whatever. Because you know what? It makes me feel better in this world. It gives me a little bit of grounding. Just like my family gives me grounding, my cats give me grounding. Never thought I'd say that about cats, but yes, my cats give me grounding. But see, the catalyst for depression, the end of the world, not just any depression, it's one where the person is angry, but the person is too beaten up emotionally to even act upon that anger. That's where we are right now. In the span of human history, we've seen on many occasions events that have changed the way mankind conducts its affairs. However, we've never really lived in those times until now, until COVID nineteen, until, you know, scarcity, and, and until the threat of a government change or losing sovereignty or having poisons being put into your body against your will. Most of us have only read about these things in books. And we romantic a lot of people have romanticized the events as prophetic, epic, and miraculous. I'm just using a few overused adjectives to make my point. I mean, the events have transpired in the world right now. They've certainly caused people. Well, for me, anyway, I've, it's caused me to open my Bibles, or open my Bible, or my my. I have a, a number of Bibles in the house. I have my. I call it my alien Bible, and I have my my regular Bible. My regular Bible, I don't mess with. I read, you know, from you know, I read it and I don't touch it. But the alien Bible, I point out things that seem a little alien to me, kind of like uh, where I can actually see how people can mistake extraterrestrials for demons and for whatever. I have one of those Bibles, believe it or not. So you open your Bible or you read Nostradamus. I mean, Nostradamus has been drugged out again and again and again. People fawn over the likes of Edgar Casey or Syl- Sylvia Brown. Pastor Paul, Pastor Paul Begley and other preachers wind up in the tabloids almost every other day being asked if we are reaching civilization's nadir. I know in times like these, it's easy to make up your mind that we are in the end times. The question is now, the dominoes have been pushed. How many years do we have left? How many years do we have to endure the suffering that leads to the inevitable end? Will it be the Christians, Muslims, and Jews that have been prophesying or... Will it be something else? Will something else happen? That's the question. Will it be an alien invasion? A lot of viral videos on the internet now showing strange UFOs buzzing our military. We know that soon the government is going to have to say something. They're going to have to say, what is out there? However, there are other extraterrestrial threats that sound as though they are taken directly from biblical prophecy where we hear of a dark sun, a red moon, And eventually, a dead planet. Watchers of the night sky are in for a creepy sight tonight, or this morning, depending on how you look at it. For me, it'd be night. But there's going to be the arrival of what's been dubbed the Superflower Blood Moon. Now, that's a lengthy name, the Superflower Blood Moon. And it's the result of a few astronomical phenomena coming together at once. The Supermoon will be visible all over the world. That means it's going to be closer, or it's going to be brighter, it's going to look bigger. And then there's going to be a full lunar eclipse that will be visible in many parts of the world, including the western United States. So it will happen early Wednesday, early tomorrow, before sunrise. That's the only time you're able to see it. It depends on where you live, okay? Because, I mean, I'm trying to think of whether or not the moon is going to set before we get a chance to see it out here in Oregon, but probably not. I don't know. But every time the moon turns to blood, There's always this religious paranoia that festers as the Holy Scriptures warn us that signs and wonders in the sky will happen in the last days of planet Earth. Now, each eclipse has a unique meaning. Don't get me wrong. I mean, a lot of the people that are watchdogs of the end times prophecy, they will tell you this is what is happening. This is why it's important. But here's the thing about this blood moon, okay? This particular blood moon in history is significant because... Its timing also happens just before a solar eclipse and a numerical time that works its magic in what is called vision triplicity. Now, in the Bible, the book of the Apocalypse talks about the opening of the sixth seal, and there's a great earthquake that happens as the moon turns to blood and the sun turns black like sackcloth made of goat hair. That's what it says in the scriptures. It's found in the book of uh, Revelation, chapter 6, if you're following along. I think it's verse 12. All three events, an earthquake, the blood moon, the sun turning black, all coming to pass within a three-week window. The number three. Okay, three. Everything happens in threes. Vision triplicity, or rather the fourth pairing, a power of three. In the year, in this time frame. We've talked about it before. And when you see end time symbolism, the three week window, the 333, is all coming together with both the blood red moon, the sun turning dark, and earthquakes. Okay? And all, if you follow the scripture, Revelation chapter six, and the sixth seal, and of course the 12th verse, you've got another six and another six making 12. You're seeing another vision triplicity of 666, six, six, and then you see the 333. Three, three. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to point out where the 333 three, three steps into the picture. I'm going to point out where the vision triplicity or the fourth pairing power of 3 is not going to be lost on those who are seeking the end-time symbolism. Because if you follow along at home with your Bible, you can open up your Bible right now if you wish. Go to your, go to your shelf. Blow the dust off that Bible and open it up to Revelation chapter 6, verse 12. Follow along at home, and you will see that all of the sequencing is happening now with earthquakes, blood moons, and a darkened sun. Revelation chapter 6, verse 12 12 is two sixes, three sixes, and then we talk about the vigil triplicity of 333. Stay tuned, I'll tell you what that's about coming up on Ground Zero 503 225 0860. That's 503 The expert date the expiration date of the earth, well, who knows? It's always fun though to jump across and talk about prophecy on Ground Zero. Five zero three-two two five zero eight sixty. We'll be back with more. Don't go away, keep it right here. I'm Craig Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only four ninety-nine a month for the archive shows and podcasts or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's 9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.